Excuse me. <laughs> I wasn't quite ready there. Hello and welcome to your PMQ live update for today, which is Friday, May 29th. It's the end of the week. It's a beautiful day out there. Um, I do have a, a, a friend here, uh, Mr. Jason Heron, and uh, he's, you know, this is, a, it's a little different than what we have done in the past. Um, you know, we've been talking about a lot of business side, but Jason did something that was very unique and uh, um, honestly just came from the heart and snowballed into something that um, a lot of people might not have been able to handle. So without further ado, Jason, I, you know, I will let you kind of introduce yourself, who you are, where you're at and, and kind of what you do. Cause I mean, you don't really have any affiliation with the restaurant industry, do you? Not really. Um, so my name is Jason Heron. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. And when COVID-19 hit and they shut all the bars and restaurants down in Ohio, um, I, I worked in the car business for a long time and we looked long hours. And after I get off work, I go to the bars, go to the restaurants, and I got to know a lot of people in the service industry, my friends and I all did. So three of my friends and I were in a group chat a couple of days after everything closed down, and we said, you know what, let's each throw in $75, we'll give away a $200 gift card and a $100 gift card to two random, you know, two of our friends in the service industry to help them out since they're not going to be at work for a while. So I said, let's do it. We'll put it on my, uh, my Facebook page. I'll do my first ever Facebook Live, which I'd never done before. And we'll draw two winners out. So I posted on my page the day before. It was Friday, March 20th. All the rules about it. I said, hey, we're going to do two gift cards to help out everybody in the to help out two people in the service industry. If you want to sign up, please sign up on my page. And we seriously thought 10, 15, maybe 20 people would sign up. Well, I went to bed. And by the time I woke up, over 1,000 people had signed up. So that first night, we drew two names. More and more people started donating. And it just started rolling and it blew up out of control. It was amazing. We ended up doing 15 Facebook lives and we gave away over $23,000 to unemployed okay. workers. Well, you just kind of gave away the uh, the big bang there at the end. But <laughs> again, you, like you said, um, you went to bed thinking, you know, a handful, 20, 30 max right. would sign up and you woke up with over a thousand people and all you had was three hundred dollars to give away right was it was there any kind of uh, um uh pushback against that people kind of being angry or did they just kind of understand that maybe it took a life of its own it took a life of its own because on my post it said we're going to give away two gift cards and to have all those people so desperate for money because you know i worked in the service industry back in the day and 90 percent of service industry workers do it because you get cash every night and you yeah. live with that cash and to have that taken from them and you know it was no one's fault. You know, no one got fired. All the businesses closed because of COVID-19. So when we did the $300, legitimately, everyone thought that was a lot of money at the time. And no one saw this coming. I mean, after the first one, you know, I checked my Vemo and there's thousands of dollars in there and it just started rolling from there. And, so, you know, the, the true heroes of this are all the donors. Everyone that watched the Facebook lives that would donate money in and to help all these people. And we now have our own Facebook page, which is hashtag still tipping. And we created three days ago and we already have, I think 650 people already have signed up for it. And it's a public page where anyone wants to enter it. And just two rules, no politics and no crazy COVID-19 conspiracy theories. Save that for the other Facebook. Um, there it is right there. And we just have a lot of fun on there. We, we had a contest yesterday for uh, service industry workers, whoever heard the worst pickup line. And we gave away a free, free still tipping T-shirt today, and the person that won was actually her birthday too. So it's pretty funny, but yeah, it's uh, it's taken on a life of its own, and it's a lot of fun. All right, so you did this initially um, just out of fun and just you know trying to help people that you understood the situation. People needed help. 
Right. Uh, and this is the like the least that you could do right. in, in your eyes. Uh, and it, uh, people kind of grabbed onto that and it did snowball into something to where you were getting tens of thousands of dollars coming in. Um, you have created this Facebook page. Um, I mean, so you had drawings. I mean, have, what was the qualifications for people to sign up for this? I mean, because there's a difference between somebody who's on unemployment, who's actually possibly making more than they are now versus someone who still has a job, but could actually be making less because of reduced hours. I mean, well, what, what were the right. kind of stipulations to actually sign up? Unfortunately, in Ohio, the majority of the people were not getting unemployment. And on the Facebook Lives, the best part about them were the comment section. Everybody that was hurting in the service industry, all supporting each other. And we heard all these nightmares about the Ohio unemployment site crashing on a daily basis. No one could get through. I would say probably 60 to 70% of the service industry in Ohio did not get a dollar of unemployment for at least the first 45 to 60 days. It was, it was just, you know, people couldn't afford anything. It was horrible. And the people that won even a hundred dollars were so thankful. I would get emails and messages and posts about how they could feed their family or how they could give their daughter a nice Easter. It, it was, everyone was so thankful and it, it made everything worthwhile. It really did to, to see these people struggle and to be able to lift them up even for just one day was well worth it. No, absolutely. And, you know, I, you know, I know personally, uh, my girlfriend, she's from Ohio and she's been in that same struggle of trying to get that unemployment. Finally, it's starting to come through for everybody over there. Of course, right when everything's starting to open back up. Right. <laughs> serendipitous timing i guess i don't yeah. know but um i mean so this is already um all right so what does this cost you personally i mean aside from the 75 dollars for you know for each of you you and your friends you know if, i guess it was you and three other friends correct you know, i mean what did it cost you to kind of set something up that's going to be managing twenty three thousand dollars of giveaway let's well i donated a few extra bucks to unannounced on there um but the total cost for me and uh, one of my friends actually messaged me saying, hey, I don't want you going backwards doing this. We know you're not profiting, so I'll just pay you whatever it was. So I told him it cost me uh, two stamps. So it was 80 cents. That's all it cost me uh, because the first, the first two gift cards we mailed out before we went to Venmo. <laughs> so that, that's all it was, was two 80 cents. And the rest was, you know, I set up a separate Venmo account so the money can be transparent so everybody could track it. And, um, you know, my banker told me to do that, which was a great suggestion. Um, so, you know, there's some shady people in the world, but we wanted to be completely transparent that every single dollar was going to the unemployed service industry workers that got it. And we did that. Well, and that's, yeah, I'm seeing here just even on uh, May 21st, right there, you guys gave away 38, almost uh, $3,900 in one night uh, prizes. So that I did want to ask you about that. What kind of, um, you know, stipulations or kind of government loopholes that you had to kind of to jump through? Cause now you're managing a lot of money. And you want to make sure it's above board and transparent. Right. And like that, I guess you went to a banker friend or just your local yeah. bank. I went to my local bank. If somebody's trying to set something like this up in their town or city, uh, right. how, what would you recommend to do this to manage this uh, amount of cash flow? So this is what I would recommend. So once we got close to $5,000, then I realized this was like a runaway train and it wasn't going to stop anytime soon. So I went to my local bank. Uh, met a bank manager there. He set up a separate account for Vemo that all the money could go into and come out of in case we would get audited or if anybody wanted to see where the money was going. So we used the hashtag still tipping to track all the donations on Vemo. So everyone could see the money going in, everyone could see the money going out and where it was going. And every dollar was accounted for. 
And people, once we did that, even people I didn't know were comfortable donating because it, they saw they saw that it was going to such a good cause and they saw the, the weekly drawing. Sometimes we did two drawings a week, sometimes we did three. And people saw the joy of people winning and the, the people posting, they received their money immediately. Everyone was paid within 24 hours. Sometimes I paid them as soon as we got off the, the Facebook Live, we paid them right away because I know the people need the money desperately. So everyone was paid within 24 hours and they've said nothing but good things about it. Venmo is a very, I'm not getting paid for Venmo to say this, but Venmo is so easy to use. There's no setup fees. There's no service fees. So if you win $200, you get the entire $200. Nobody takes a penny out. Oh yeah. So no uh, transactional fees. That's right. That's definitely nice too. So you're welcome right. Venmo. Uh, yeah, right. Jason, doing you good. I need yeah, a Venmo uh, pizza, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, I mean, it grew to thousands almost, I don't want to say overnight. Well, literally overnight. Um, it kind of grew to thousands and you've collected so much money. Is there any kind of um, regulation? I don't want to even say regulation, a uh, suggestion that you give for people donating or how's it coming in? Are people just saying, hey, I got $3.50. You can have it. Or do you say at this level, you know, you can donate 5, 10, 20, 100. I mean, how are you regulating how much is coming probably- in? Our average donation was anywhere from 25 to 50. I mean, we had donations as low as $2. So somebody said, hey, this is all I got, but you're doing such a good thing. Here's $2. You know, we had someone donate over $1,000. Um, but everyone wow. was very concerned about it. And I was, I mean, that was just one donation for this person. The one person donated thousands of dollars, but his biggest one was 1000 He actually carried us through one or two of the drawings. He was fantastic. But wow, people, and, and I mean, and this was not with, without any kind of um, accolades involved, not looking for any kind of uh, recognition, just for no. you know, out of the good of your heart for the industry because they can see how we're all struggling. Or right. I, I don't want to lump myself in there. I mean, um, lucky enough, I've been able to work from home, but right. So, I mean, it, have you been able to kind of gift some of these, uh, some of these big item donors, or you know what I mean? Is it do you get for donating? Or is it just the well, satisfaction of seeing your name on, on the screen or something? Well, I, I would, unless they wanted to be anonymous, I tagged them on my page the day before the drawings. I would say this tomorrow night's drawing sponsored by these amazing donors. I would put their names on there unless they want to be anonymous. But another reason, the way this really steamrolled was we had a licensed uh, massage therapist from Cleveland. Her name is Nikki Nicole. She was watching and she was a big fan. And she messaged me on Facebook. She goes, I want to donate six free massages to the donors for helping out. I was like, unbelievable. And then another guy, Kevin Johnson, who's a massage therapist from Youngstown, also donated massages. So then the donors started winning massages and they got even more people donating. So I'm telling you, hashtag still tipping started with two gift cards. It has evolved and it continues to evolve. Now we have our own Facebook page and we're gonna have still tipping parties later in the summer. Hopefully if social distancing eases up later in the summer, um, it, it's just been a, it's been a wild ride. It's been crazy. But well, it cracks me up that um, it became a trend <laughs> that the that the reward for donating became massages. But hey, that's that's good. I mean, yeah. it, it, just snowballing from that, you can get other people to actually donate stuff. Um, you know, for uh, you, you can be anonymous, or you can actually help get your uh, your company's name out there as well in this in this right. reopen. If they see that you're helping out another part of your of just the people in, in need, not actually part of your industry, but you know other people in need because we're all in the same boat right now. I um, just saw the winner logged on in the comments section. Jody Renee, she was one of our winners. I just saw her log on in the comments. Yeah, 
Well, that's what I was actually getting ready to. Um, I'm kind of keeping a track here, and uh, three popped up since you told me that. I almost teared up when you were saying everybody's just kind of starting to donate all that stuff. That's great. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I, I wanted to remind everybody that you can ask comments or questions for Jason here in the comment section, and we'll get them up on screen. Um, Jason L. Williams, he's been uh, tuning into a lot of shows. Hello, Jason. Um, also, Carlos Cesar uh, Zopetti, he says, hello. I, I don't know why I always throw an accent on those names. So I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Ann, you know, she's tuned in. Um, she's, you know, just happy that you're out there representing them. And uh, oh, wait, here we go. Let me see. Mark Davis. Okay, so it's already – I, I kind of thought this might happen because you were kind of putting it off to uh, your people there. So uh, it looks like we're having a little – Hopefully, it'll catch up here in a second. Got it. Um, um, so, Mark Davis, here we go. There you are. All right. So, I just wanted to show this. I'm trying to, it's not let me show your thing, Mark Davis. Anyway, all right. So, Mark I, Davis I, says he dares you. There it is. I can see it. Yeah. So, um, not I knew that would probably happen since you have all your fans watching. There's, we're going to get a lot of crazy uh, uh, donation suggestions. But you know what? Do that and hashtag it. You know, PMQ live update. I can join in next time. I'd love to, you know, I remember watching a couple of them, uh, and I'll get to that. Well, let's just, I mean, the, the first one I saw was, um, I guess, a drinking challenge. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, so we did, you know, after, after we did, you know, eight or nine, I wanted to do something different. So I did a drinking game where if you donated $50, I'd do a mixed drink. $100, I'd do a shot. Well, we raised $2,000 that night, and um, I slept on my couch. I never made it to my bed. It was a pretty wild night. Um, but so it raised so much money, we did another one, and then another one. We ended up doing three of them, and the last one is when we did almost $4,000, and it kind of caught on, and people loved it. And, you know, every Facebook Live, we would do a toast to the unemployed service industry workers, and people would message me afterwards, hey, I opened a can of beer, I cracked open a bottle of wine, and that was a really emotional toast and you know we're all getting through this together so people loved it i loved it it was fun and um you know like i said we're continuing to evolve and i think the next wave of hashtag still tipping is going to continue it's just going to be a little bit different well no and that's great i mean definitely keep it going and evolve i mean that's what everybody's having to do is adapt and evolve um this is not a sustainable model you taking shots of tequila every time somebody gives money because they just want to see you do that I'm is just that what we're talking or you so. huh? Is that my little? No, I, I'm just. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm. He's speaking through me to you. I mean, I could, I could do the same thing. But even watching that, I was like, "Woo, that's got to yeah, be I think rough." It was so. shot one time, it was it was bad, but it was for a good cause. It was for a good cause, and it was funny. Like towards that's the end of it, I was, was didn't realize when I started to slur a little bit. I was like, "It's time. It's time to cut off. It's time to go to bed." We raised enough money for the night, <laughs> but it was it was a blast. It was a lot of fun, and I see a lot of people that were part of that, that were donating are on here watching right now. So that's really cool. So yeah. Hey everybody. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, when I, when I had tuned in, you uh, still seem to be in control and we can see you're hydrating there. Um, Jody says hydrate. It's the weekend. So, yeah. um, so sure you staying careful. So, um, you know, I did want to talk a little bit about, uh, you talked about how you can, um, once you started getting past a certain amount of a dollar amount that you decided that you definitely had to go into uh, and talk with a bank, what right. is the best thing that somebody can do if they wanted to start one of these in their own town? 
Um, I mean, should they reach out to local businesses, try to get people who can, um, I mean, you want to obviously get the donors, but do you want to get people who can reward the donors as well? So it becomes kind of a symbiotic relationship. Right. And you have to, I mean, it, it, it is a lot of work. Like I was posting on Facebook before this happened, maybe twice a week. And once we started doing this, I, you had to post every day because you had to remind people how much money you're giving away that week, what time you're going to be on, what day you're going to be on, have to thank the donors. Um, only one week we fell a little short of our goal. So I, I put like a donation graph on there saying, hey, we're only $200 short. We just need it by tomorrow night. An hour later, we had it. People were so excited for this. But you just you got to have enthusiasm. You got to make it fun. Um, and if you do that, people will donate because, you know, there's so much negativity going on in this country right now. I mean, just look at the news the last couple of days in Minneapolis to see something yeah. like this, that there's no political nonsense. There's no COVID controversy. It's just good people donating their hard earned money to help people in need. There, there's no negativity. There's none. There have been no bad comments. No, you know, nothing. It's just been all positive And it's been, it's been great. And actually one other, actually two other people started their own drawings. They each did three drawings, one in Southwest Ohio and one in Florida. And they both reached out to me. They're fantastic. Um, And they did three drawings too. And they both give away thousands of dollars. I think one did $3,000 and the other person did $4,000 in drawings too. So it's cool to inspire other people is awesome. Yeah, so you've kind of spawned a, a kind of a movement, which I think is great. I did want to ask you, and I, I don't know, I just I hadn't gotten that far on the on the scroll feed, but uh, that that cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask you, um, have you seen um, some of these winners donate again? Did they kind of yeah. pay it forward? Yeah, they maybe take a twenty percent of what they want and put it back into the pot. Um, well, there's so many good stories about that. People have donated half their winnings back. Uh, back, whatever it was. And I had one person who signed up and was in the basket message me telling me that she got unemployment. So to take her name out of the basket, because it wouldn't be fair to the people that really needed the money. I mean, how cool is that? Like it just, it's unbelievable how caring everyone was during this whole run. And to see this still tipping Facebook page take off and all these people that have won on there and people that have been watching on there and wanting this to continue one way or another, it's fantastic. I think what we're going to do is we're going to keep the show going and we're going to go to local bars and restaurants all over Ohio and uh, talk about what events they have coming up or what specials they have. And then those bar owners can donate gift cards. So those people can win gift cards too. So like I said, we're going to constantly evolve this and you know, you're part of it. You know, you, you messaged me yesterday. We talked on the phone, which was a great conversation and it's cool that you heard about it. So it's, yeah. it's been a lot of fun. Well, and I mean, this is, um, I mean, again, you just said right now, you're just kind of continuing, continuing the cause now just to help and locate. Uh, I guess there was a, a, a talking point about that. You're helping locate jobs for employees who lost their jobs through the pandemic. Correct. I mean, you're trying to actively like find people employment. I mean, what's that? How, yeah. how about, how are you going about that actually? So the last Facebook live we did, I actually reached out to some local bars and restaurants about how business has been. Some, some haven't been good. Some have been doing really well. So the ones that were doing really well were hiring. So I had them come on the Facebook Live in the comment section saying, hey, I'm so-and-so. I'm the general manager of downtown Harry Buffalo. We we're hiring all positions. So that's what actually spawned the Still Tipping Facebook page. I'm like, hey, this is going to be a community page where if you're a bar owner or general manager looking to hire, come on here because you're going to have, you know, we only, first of all, we only thought it would be 200 people on this page. There's already almost 700. 
there's going to be good people here that might be looking for a job because some of their establishments didn't reopen. There's a lot of places in Northeast Ohio that are done for good. And it's devastating. And these wow. people want their jobs forever. So to see these bar managers and owners come on recruiting them has been fantastic. So yeah, we are, we are, in fact, the first day still tipping page was up. We set up five interviews uh, throughout Northeast Ohio for jobs. So hopefully, hopefully they'll be hired and we can move on and have some great success stories. Tracy Smith won. Well, I just saw Tracy Smith's comment. Yeah, no. And I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, a, a great evolution from what you kind of started like you said, with two gift cards um, to actually actively help and find people employment, gainful employment, which is great. So, and it's all these connections that you're going to be making through, you know, people seeing it, enjoying what you're doing, donating and staying in touch. And, you know, again, you know, I'm here for anything that you might need. You know, I, I would yeah. love to be involved. Um, I have a, a network of US Pizza team members that would, I would assume would, you know, love to be involved in something like this in their particular areas because we span the whole u.s but um i mean i did want to ask you uh again so um now you've you've collected you well you have collected over twenty three thousand, and from what i i mean you guys have pretty much given all of that away at this point correct yeah so we all have this money that came in has gone out to people we, we have like hundred and forty seven dollars left and the, the person who donated a hundred told me just to pick out random winners to give still tipping shirts to, which I did. And any other donations we get in, what we're gonna do is uh, use that for one of our still tipping parties and maybe get a DJ or, you know, once again, it'll be all transparent. Whatever we pay it out to will be, will be seen. Um, but we don't have much left. It's not, you know, no one's gonna tune in for a $47 drawing. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. But you know, if, if uh, people still wanna donate, like I said, it's transparent, it's on Vemo. It's Jason Heron, which is H-E-R-R-O-N. Dash 19, use the hashtag still tipping, and it'll go to a good cause. It'll either go to a service uh, a service industry worker or it'll go to a party celebrating the service industry workers. Just, we haven't decided yet what we're going to do with the rest. All right. Well, what was that uh, that email or the, that link again real quick? Jason, uh, Jason uh, Dash Heron. Yes, Jason Dash Heron, which is H-E-R-R-O-N dash one nine, the number 19. And just use hashtag still tipping. We can track everything. What is that at Venmo or I mean? Yeah, the Venmo app. Yeah, just go to the Venmo app. That's how we paid off everybody, other than the two gift cards that we sent out. Okay, uh, well I'm gonna put that up there in the in the comments here so people can see that and, and you know have that. Um, we have a uh, Gray Shipium says, uh, "Where did it go?" Hot Carl for DJ. Hot That's Carl a for DJ. Yeah, there it was. And then Hot hey, Jason. Uh, you're getting a lot of, you know, a lot of people that uh, have really appreciated what you've done have been tuning in today. So I'm glad that we can kind of put this out there for some people who maybe haven't uh, heard what you're doing. Um, yeah. But so, again, we did kind of talk a little bit about that, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're on unemployment or don't have a job. Um, how are the names drawn? Is it randomly? I mean, do you just do you vet these uh, entrants or do you like check their I, Facebook? I actually have, let's see if you can see this. Hold on a second. I actually, let me get it. Can you see this? Hold on. Lift it up fire. There we go. Okay, there's there the basket. of names in here. Hold on. It's, it's, it's this, right? Yeah, yeah it's right. the basket. Thousands of names in there that have signed up on my Facebook page or other, or other links I was involved with. Um, and that's how we draw the names. And it just—it's all on Facebook Live. I'm not looking. There's nothing up my sleeve. It's totally random. What's funny when this started, 
you know, people were like, oh, he's only going to hook up his friends. Well, none of my friends won. So then my friends were like, oh, you're only hooking up strangers, which means that it's <laughs> So it was just totally random. And we would pull names out, out of the box and out of the basket. And people enjoyed it. You know, in fact, one person, her name's Brandy Steele. I wonder if she's on here. She called her shot. And I didn't even see it because I was doing the Facebook Live in the comments. She goes, you're going to pick me next. And sure enough, I picked her name, which was like a legendary moment. Uh, it's still different. She called her shot. It was unbelievable. It was like Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's uh, got to have that confidence. Sometimes you will it into an existence right there. So, um, uh, Amanda Cicerella wants to know: Can we pick a name for a hundred dollars today on the show? Absolutely. absolutely. She says she will Venmo it right now. Do you have a name that you yeah, can pull out? Right here, hold on. Let's do it. You can oh, witness wow. it. All right. Well, all right. So hold on see. one second. Hold on one second. Nothing up the sleeve. There's the basket. I'm looking at the camera, so I'm not looking at the basket. This is for $100, courtesy Amanda. $100 goes to... Ah, always get two stuck in my hand. All right, we got one. We got one. We got one. Here we go. $100. I'm not looking. Here we go. The $100 winner goes to... From the High Point in Niles, Ohio, Bridget Allen. B-R-I-G-I-T-T-A-L-L-E-N. Congratulations, Bridget. You just won $100, courtesy of Amanda. Congratulations, Bridget. There we go. That's how it's done. Well, you got a little, well, you got a little digital on my side. I think you're you're back. Um, so Bridget Allen from High Point and where? Niles, Ohio. N-I-L-E-S. It's a town right by Youngstown. All right, Bridget. Well, I hope you're watching. Uh, if not, uh, I assume, Jason, you have her info, and you're going to send it to uh, – you're going to send it over to her. So, yeah, this yeah. is great. I'd love to be involved in more of these if we can. Um, but thank you, Amanda, for, for your generous donation. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So James Burge is a, he's, he's lugging what we're doing up here. James um, Burge is a well-known comedian in Cleveland. He's great. He's a stand-up comic. What's up, James? Is he, is he part of DFD? I have no, to ask. That's, Mike Polk. That was <laughs> that's Mike Polk. That's desperate for a date. Uh, yeah, Mike Polk and Leslie Schrodek and I hosted a dating game in college called Desperate for a Date. But, uh, yeah, Mike Polk is a really well-known comedian in the Cleveland area. He's, and he works for the NBC station now, Channel 3. Okay, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I guess you brought them back for kind of a reunion, your, your Desperate oh, yeah. for a Date crew. And you gave you did a giveaway there, too. Yeah, um, so, James, we did appreciate you tuning in. Maybe you can team up here with Jason and, and get something going as well. Yeah, James is phenomenal. He's one of the best comedians in all of Northeast Ohio. He's, he's hilarious. I was actually – you know, that's another thing. Stand-up comedians aren't working now either because none of these bars and restaurants can have any entertainment. So you think about DJs aren't working. Comedians aren't working. Right. They, local bands, they're, they're really screwed because you, you can't dance right now in any of the bars in Ohio. So you, there's no reason to have live music. So there are so many more people still out of work right now until – we ease up the social distancing, which hopefully will be sooner, but, you know, we'll have to wait to see what happens, you know, with COVID-19, but it's, uh, you know, those are the people, those are the unsung heroes that no one thinks about. No one thinks about the comedians and the DJs and the bands, but yeah, they're not working either. Well, no, and you're right. It, it exponentially affects everybody in the industry and you don't necessarily think about it. So, um, yeah. So Lisa Thompson says, uh, apparently she knows Bridget, uh, high point way to go bridge. Uh, James yeah. Berg keeps uh, popping in here. I might have to ban you, James. You're just getting a little too uh, stocky. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, What's up, James? No, he says you got 
He says you got the biggest heart in Cleveland. So, uh, Amanda, she, she says uh, she loves you guys. And, I, again, definitely appreciate your generous uh, donation there, Amanda. That's great. Um, I did want to uh, – there's a couple other questions. I mean, this has actually gained – I don't know if this is national attention, but uh, the attention of PBS. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know if PBS is local to each individual city, if they have their own little branches where they do it from. But um, they reached out to you. They did some video or at least a photo shoot in a write-up. Right. Um, so, I mean, this is – I mean, it's obviously it's, – it's going a little bit further than just Cleveland and just, even just the Ohio area. Um, your I show mean, is so much better than mine. <laughs> you have graphics, <laughs> man. This yeah. is pretty impressive, man. You're blowing my mind. This is this is a well, very impressive layout you have. <laughs> well, I, I did want to to give credit to the photographer for this because this is the picture I stole for the thumbnail for this. Um, so whoever that person is, you did a great job, and please don't sue me. No, um, it's, it's Gail from PBS. She's uh, so she was based in Washington D.C. for years and years and years. Hi, Nikki Eileen. And um, I just saw her comment pop up. Um, mm -hmm. She's now in Cleveland because she has a sick grandma and she moved back to Cleveland and she followed this, you know, from the first or second one, she reached out to me and she came, she did a story, she took some pictures and she posted the story and it was the most shared PBS story of the whole month because of all the people watching the still tipping shared it all over Facebook. In fact, I didn't even know the story was out yet. People were sharing it on my page. So I read it from, from a friend before I even saw it. But that's what really took off still tipping was, was that story. That she did such a great job. And, you know, by the time I went on that night, we already had thousands of dollars in my Venmo from just people reading the story because my Venmo account was in the story. So people just started donating from reading the, reading the story. Well, and that's, I mean, that again, that just goes to show, you know, the power of media, um, but that there are a lot of people out there who really do care about other people. Right. There's only a, a small percentage of people who are, and I'm just going to say it, dicks. Right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> but most of the people do have that common courtesy and the human decency to kind of care about people. And uh, speaking of the, the D word here, I'm going to be kind of a D word right now. And I do have to ask you about this just because uh, my brother's a big LeBron fan. But uh, oh boy. what? <laughs> so so you are I guess you are the man. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll do it in and out real quick here. But the um, uh, the gentleman, I guess, who. Uh, well, you, why don't you tell the story? Because I don't know the facts at all. Okay. So <laughs> Quick, you, you don't have to go into, into it deeply. but So if you Google me and LeBron James, there'll be thousands of stories. So the summer he was a free agent, I'll just make this as fast as I can. My brother and I started a group called Please Stay LBJ. Uh, we sold a bunch of T-shirts, and we had parties all over Cleveland. It was great. The local news stations did stories on it. And the night of the decision – uh, the local ABC station called and said they wanted to film me watching where LeBron was going to go. And I said, okay, absolutely. Come to Lakewood Harry Buffalo. That's where we're having our party because LeBron's going to stay. You can watch us party all night. Well, on the way there, the news got out that LeBron was going to Miami. So I picked up a lighter, some lighter fluid and a lighter. And when he announced he was going to Miami, we walked out to the parking lot and the local news station filmed us burning all his jerseys. Like 20 or 30 of them went up. And we just thought it was going to be a local story, but we went back in the bar and live on TV, Michael Wilbon asked LeBron James to look at the monitor where they go live to Cleveland where we're burning his jersey. And it became a national story. And it became a national story for years and years and years until LeBron came back. I was actually on CNN the day LeBron came back begging him to come back. And he did, you know, just by fate. That was the same day he came back. 
And it's just been one thing after another. But he finally left. I'm like, you know what? I won't be doing any more interviews for a while. And then still tipping came along. So it's just, I've had a weird life, man. I've had a weird life. But LeBron and I have made up good. He brought us a championship. (laughs) Uh, We kissed and made up. I love LeBron. You know, I got, if you give me a tour of my house, I got LeBron stuff everywhere and 2016 Cleveland championship gear everywhere. So um, yeah, we're good now. But yeah, it was a, it was a wild, it was a wild eight years. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, that's CNN, ESPN. You've been all over the place, buddy. PBS. We're doing everything, man. It's great. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, it's just funny to me because my brother was a LeBron fan and he's a LeBron fan. He wasn't a Cavs fan and he's not a Heat fan. So uh, as soon as LeBron went to the Heat, he bought a whole new wardrobe and now they (laughs) live down there in Florida and sucks to be you, Stevie. I'm just going to say it. Anyway, yeah. I've been a Cleveland fan throughout throughout it all. You know, you know he's playing for the Lakers now. It doesn't bother me. But he played for Miami. Yeah, I was not a fan of that. But he brought us a championship. Yeah. He delivered his promise. We're good. Yep, absolutely. And uh, my my good buddy and uh, PMQ consigliere uh, Daniel Lee Perea is a huge LeBron fan as well. So okay, cool. Um, I, I think you guys. I think you guys would hit it off rel- relatively well. So I, you know, we're gonna kind of wrap this up here. If anybody has any questions or comments. Now's your chance to put it up there. Um, sorry, Tracy Smith, she couldn't finish the live because she had to go back into work from her break. Um, she's on a double today, so that's good. That is good. Um, uh, by the way, Amanda, old- thank you so much for the donation and not making me do a shot of tequila because the last time <laughs> I did one of these, a $100 donation cost me a shot of tequila. So thank you for letting me just drink my water and give away $100. Thank you, Amanda. You made a lot of money that night from what I saw. He just kept pinging every single second. So, like my uh, but yeah, Tracy was watching, and she was so embarrassed like about the amount of alcohol I drank. But it was for a good cause. It was for a really good cause. There you go. But yeah, Tracy Smith, she's going back to Old Bag of Nails in Toledo. So, yeah. um, you know, we wish Old Bag of Nails uh, the best of luck. I did want to ask you, uh, what's kind of the best tip for somebody to try to start one of these in their own town, uh, town, city, or state? You know, um, just kind of like a one, two, three step process. Because as you saw, it can get out of hand fast. Right. Um, maybe what are the, the couple best tips that you learned along the way that you can give these uh, advice to these people if they want to try it in their own areas? And I'll, I'll just say what I told those two young ladies that started their own. All you need is a couple hundred dollars. That's it. And a great attitude and some enthusiasm. Because if you go on Facebook Live and you get enough excitement built up, just get, like we started with $300. That was it. But we made it fun. We made it exciting and we've got a lot of people to watch. And when a lot of people were watching, the enthusiasm builds. And, and what really started this was the first Facebook Live, it was for two gift cards. And then I sat back down and I started talking, talking. You know what? I said, you know what? I'm going to donate an extra $100 out of my pocket and pick another winner. So I did that. Then I sat back down. And here's just an amazing story. It's my favorite story. A guy I hadn't seen in over 20 years, I grew up with, commented, his name's Sean Grossman commented, hey, Jason, long time no see, here's an extra $100, pull another name out. It was insane. So we pulled an extra name out. So that night, they started with 300, it ended up being 500. By the time I logged off that night, I had an extra $1,000 my Venmo to do another drawing. So as long as you start off with just a couple hundred dollars, that's all it takes is some enthusiasm. And you just have to stick with it though. That's the thing because you have to be dedicated because if people see your enthusiasm, that makes it contagious. And people want to donate money and get behind a good cause. So that's what we did. And 
have a guy like Sean Grossman didn't hurt either. But when he donated that hundred dollars, I told the story that I hadn't seen him in 25 years, hadn't talked to him in 25 years. Um, people got really excited about that. That a guy like that would donate out of the goodness of his heart for no reason other just to, just to be a nice guy, to be a great guy. It was awesome. Well, it is. Um, goodwill is more infectious than negativity. I think. Absolutely. And, um, I think that's what you what why what you is actually spread so quick and so fast. Um, so, I mean, that's actually, you know, great. It's just, just have the small bank and have the enthusiasm and put it out there. Make it, make it fun. Make it purposeful right. though. Don't make it just random, stupid giveaway crap. It's got to serve a purpose. And um, you know, I, so, me, it's just me in my kitchen. <laughs> and everyone's always asking, yeah. it's me in my kitchen in front of a clock. Well, you have an amazing setup, but the fact that we did it with $23,000 with just me on my phone, anybody yeah. could do it with, and probably have a much better show than what I did. You just have to have enthusiasm and be consistent about it and people will donate. That's great. Um, so those are some good tips. Uh, what is kind of just a, one positive affirmation to give to the industry? I was going to say restaurant industry, but you're not technically a part of that, even though you've been benefiting it very much these last month or so. Um, when did it actually start? When, did, when was your first one again? March 21st. It was a Saturday night. So uh, the bars closed in, in Ohio on March 15th. So we did it immediately after that. And then we did, we ended up doing 15 of them. And the last one was last Wednesday. And so, you know, we, the last one we did was the night before the bars reopened because we thought bars are reopening. We won't need to do it anymore. But then we keep hearing these stories that bars are only half staffed right now. Restaurants are half staffed because, you know, there's a lot of people still afraid to go out to eat. And I don't blame people right now. People, you know, there's a lot of people scared. Um, but I've been trying to hit, you know, some, some local bars and restaurants around here to support the industry with, you know, and still tip them, obviously. By the way, you got to see the shirt. There it is. And, um, you know, try to tip them. Maybe more. Same font. I love that shirt. I love that. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, we can do an exchange. We have to ask you, since you work for Pizza Magazine, your best pizza. We need to know this. You're the pizza expert. Uh, what is your favorite pizza? No, we need to hear this. It's like asking me what my, who my favorite child is, even though I don't have any. But, um, you know, my favorite style, I do like the hand toss traditional. Um, I, I do like Neapolitan, but that's one thing that you got to eat right away. And the right. flavors that go on that. Man, my favorite go-to pizza uh, is a hand-tossed traditional, honestly, pepperoni, um, fresh mozzarella, and basil. It's gotcha. kind of like a margarita, but I just put that saltiness of the pepperoni. You can substitute that with prosciutto. Um, I don't have a particular personal place. It depends on where I'm at and what city. You know, got Chicago, you. I've got Panino's, uh, Pauly G's, uh, Gianni's, um, New York, Keste's, um, yeah, Williamsburg, uh, Hack Hackey's. Again. Don't ask me. It's a loaded question. But <laughs> each, every pizza has a place in this world, and it and it's doing its job. So, right. uh, me personally, I'm simple. You know, most people just say kind of cheese and basil. I, I need to make some this weekend, so I'm gonna just make some uh, mozzarella and basil. Just keep it simple. Well, pizza so, places are the ones that really haven't been affected because people have been ordering a lot of delivery. So it's good. People are getting their pizza fix. Yeah, absolutely. They're already kind of set up for that. You know, right. And, right. and that's and I always say this a lot of times and I always say I don't like to say it, but pizza is kind of recession proof because um, even just in the past recessions, I mean, people still want to order pizza. Now, that's right. the one thing where you can get and you can buy a family meal. You can spend 15 to 20 dollars and you can feed three to four people 
uh, on one pie, you can get a half and half. Some places, if they would do like each individual quarters, that's just crazy. Don't ask your pizzeria to do that. They right. don't like that. Don't. <laughs> Stop at half and half. But, I mean, that's, again, pizza um, pizzerias, if you serve pizza and stuff like that, they, they've fared better than most. I should put right. that Right. And delivery, um, they, they already knocked out of the park with delivery and people didn't want to leave their home. So, I, I mean, I got pizza a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> during the last two months. And uh, like the average person, I gained probably ten pounds in quarantine. So yeah, no, and that's uh, you know, so that's it's nice for the pizza industry, but I mean, places like the bar industry, which depends on people congregating and being close close to each other, asses to elbows, that's who's hurting the most. Right. Um, like you said, local bands can't go out to play because nobody's going to be dancing on the dance floor because you're not allowed to. DJs, right. same reason. Um, you know, comedians as well. You know, it's. It, it, it hits a lot of people that you don't necessarily think about at the first onset. You know what I mean? You kind of think about yourself or your industry and what you're doing, and the, but you don't see the trickle down effect to everybody else that it does affect. So have you heard of you know have you heard of Cedar Point, the amusement yeah, park? Absolutely. All so, my friends in high school they used to go there and work every summer. Um, it's not open right now. And what's yeah. funny is the most winners we've had from a place is Sandusky Steak and Shake, which is crazy. I don't know. Like all their employees must have entered, but we've had five winners from Sandusky Steak and Shake. And right before we went on, I don't know, maybe the sixth or seventh one, they were all told that Sandusky Steak and Shake was not going to reopen. Oh, and no. a lot of places in Sandusky aren't reopening because they all counted on that tourism money from Cedar Point. And yeah. at Cedar Point, we don't know when it's going to open. And when it does, it's not going to be full capacity. They're probably only going to let, you know, 50% of the people in, maybe. I don't even know. So, I mean, that devastated the entire town of Sandusky. It's 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 so sad. It just, it's been horrible. This 2020 has been awful. Well, and uh, I did actually just racing home to make it in time for this interview with you. I got a call from a friend down in Florida who's actually had to close. He's going to be closing down his restaurant after 41 years because they're in a, a very heavily um, tourist populated area. He is opening something else up in a different area, but he was asking me if I could give him contacts for uh, he's always, they've never done delivery. They've used third parties, but he's looking at trying to actually use his own third party delivery, not third party. I'm sorry, his own in-house delivery. Okay. So he was just, you know, looking for advice on that, but it is hitting places like that. The tourist spots, those are going to be the hardest hit by it. Um, everybody's kind of reopening. Certain people are reopening maybe too soon, or I don't want to say too soon, but just too vigorously. You know what I mean? So anyway, this is getting into politics and all the, the negative <laughs> stuff that I didn't want to talk about today. No, it's, so, okay. um, it's all good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, this is just uh, we're, we're trying to problem solve here. But I just wanted to see if you can give me one final affirmation um, uh, just for the industry, any kind of industry, just uh, the people in general of the United States of America want to hear, you know, the best positive message that you can give them right now. Just there's so much negativity right now in this country on Facebook, on all social media. I mean, it's everyone's fighting Democrats versus Republicans. And then what's going on in Minneapolis right now is just horrible and heartbreaking and terrible. So with all this negativity in the world, just be kind. That's all you got to do. And to help others, to help others is the best feeling in the world. Um, you know, if it wasn't for still tipping. I don't know what I would be doing. I'd probably be one of those miserable people on Facebook being a warrior fighting with everybody, but I haven't, I've made a, I haven't made one political post in 2020. I feel a lot better about myself because of that. Cause I'm not fighting with people. I'm not fighting with friends or family. 
and we just started helping people. And you can too. This this can be so much more than just a few handful of people. This could be the majority of people. There's a lot of people out there hurting. I think I read 25% of Americans have filed for unemployment since the middle of March. That's one out of every four people in this country have been out of work or are currently out of work. Yeah, I help. think it's actually more than that right now. So it's help help people. If you can financially help someone, help them. Help a family member, help a neighbor, help a friend, help a stranger. These people donating, 90% of them didn't know any of these people in the basket. They just didn't have the goodness of their heart. So we could not have gone forward without the donors. So thank you to them. Anyone think about doing this? Trust me, if I can do it, starting with two gift cards and never have done a Facebook Live in my life. I was the first one was horrible. I was botching it. I was all over the place. You can do it too. You can. All you need is a phone and a Facebook page, and you can do it. That's all. Well, that I mean, that's that's great. I, I assume you'd be open to anybody kind of reaching out to you. I put out there. Um, uh, just the, the, uh, I guess your Facebook page because you're out there anyway, but also the, the still tipping page. So they can kind of reach you through those messages. If somebody has some questions about advice, uh, we did get somebody here, uh, Erica Maureen Kraus. Every time I read names, I always put accents on it. I do apologize. Anyone have any advice on increasing sales on basic AB beers during this pandemic? Uh, they don't have any beers and she only knows 50 people allowed inside um, so this, I mean, honestly, since you're not in the restaurant industry, I don't think that you could, could you speak to that? I mean, Erica, if you wanted to email me, um, Brian at PMQ.com, I'm going to put my email in there. Uh, I can kind of point you in a direction of somebody you might want to, you could speak to if, if, if not, but I mean, what do you, what do you think about it, Jason? Well, I don't know what AB beers is. Is that Anheuser-Busch? I don't, I don't know what AB means. That's kind of what my, that was going to be my question. Hold on a sec. But, uh. I love Bud Light. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So just I would think cheap beer will be a lot more popular than the expensive beers right now with so many people out of work, I would imagine. In fact, one of the bars I went to um, Wednesday night, they had all their cheap beer was cheaper than ever. And it was and but they've been selling a lot of it. In fact, they did homemade apple pie shots. They did seven gallons. They sold out of seven gallons of that in three days because they were selling them so inexpensive because they know people are hurting. And, you know, when people are hurting, I hate to say it, but if they drink, they kind of want to drink to forget about it a little bit. So they, they made it inexpensive and they sold a lot and it was great. So I think if, if that question is what the basic beers are going to sell more, absolutely. Right. People don't yeah. have as they used to have. Yeah. And then she said AB a definitely met Anheuser-Busch. So it's about yeah. um, increasing sales on just basic beers versus the fancy beers, which they don't have. So, and she's, you know, with only 50 people allowed inside, their tips are going to suffer greatly unless she can bump up them tabs. So, well, um, I will say this. I don't... People have been tipping a lot more um, from what I've been hearing because that, that still tipping page, uh, it, it's, and by the way, if anyone's out there watching this, you can join our still tipping Facebook page. Just search still tipping. You don't have to work in the service industry to be on the page. In fact, I don't, but you can learn a, bit, a lot about it and how to help people. And we have fun contests on there. But I asked like the first day we did it, hey, how's business out there? And they, they said what she just said. It's a lot slower, but the people coming in are aware that it's slower. So they're tipping a lot more money. Um, I bet you the average tip was probably 20% before this. It sounds like the average tip's closer to 50% right now. So people, the, the people that are going out are being very generous and that keep it up. It's great to see. Yeah, no, and that's, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, most people, again, most people are, you know, wired to be kind and decent folk. 
Uh, right. still have that one out of 10 that might just not tip it all, but we're not going to talk about those guys. Karen, all the Karens out there? Hmm? All the Karens? <laughs> hey, you said no. Don't go political. No, that I was, that was very women, sad. Angry women who just want to talk to the manager. They could be on both sides. It doesn't have to be political. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah that was a very sad thing. But, yeah, most people want to – they understand that um, – the pandemic and they and when they're out there they want to help uh tip everybody they want everybody to be uplifted as best they can they're only going to give as much as they can but some can give a little more than others you know i always tend to be a generous tipper myself but you know i'm not gonna tip at the risk of not being able to pay my bills so of course um, of course yeah. and that's so, I mean, that's people that can do that and um you know i've been blessed i got, I got my last job gave me a nice severance package so i when i go out I can tip well, and I, I do because I've, you know, I've, no one's seen it more than me. These people are hurting. Uh, the messages I received for the previous two months of people just so thankful for even a hundred dollars and what that meant to them because they were debating whether to turn their cell phone off because they couldn't even afford to pay their cell phone bill. So to see all these people hurting and, and to be able to help them, and I'm going to continue to do so, and I, hopefully everybody out there will continue to help these people as well, and hopefully we bounce back. Um, I know it's been a rough 2020. Um, hopefully the light is at the end of the tunnel and we just keep going forward and help as many people as we can. Well, it was definitely heartwarming to hear that a lot of these people who have one kind of redonated some of their winnings back into it to kind of keep it going. So that's, you know, that's just the spirit of uh, what we have right now. And then rooting the attitude we need to have going forward. And rooting for each other on the Facebook lives. It's, it's great. Like I would pull out a name and everybody on there be like, congratulations, Susan, congratulations. I mean, they don't even know this person, but they're all rooting yeah. for each other. It's just like a big community. It's, it's fantastic to see. It's playing that virtual bingo. You guys have fun together, but, you know, you want to win, but you're happy for those who do. And I tell them, I mean, you, the odds aren't great, but it's a lot better than any state lottery or, I mean, you, you know, we have three, <laughs> we have 3,000 names in there. We draw, you know, 10 names. That's a lot better chance than you have anywhere else. So. Um, and to see the people on there that actually won in live time celebrating was it was incredible. I loved it. I loved every second. Well, and and I actually just closed that that uh, uh, that browser, but there was a lot of people posting up to actually just your personal Facebook because you only started at still or uh, still tipping. Was it a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks it, ago? Yeah, just a couple of days, days. ago, like, you know, three days yeah. ago. Yeah. So most of this stuff was being inundated to your actual personal Facebook, but um. The, the, the response was insane. You know, yeah. people, it's just thank yous and, and all the, like you said, the live time, you know, uh, thank yous that they were putting up there. So probably 95, uh, 95% of our winners were so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So great, graceful, uh, grateful. They were just, you know, just publicly commenting and messaging how much that meant to them. And to see that cause other people to donate, to tell you the truth. You know, if you yeah. see somebody, what a hundred dollars can do to them and how much it helps them and their family, you're, you're more likely to donate $25, $50, your own to that good cause. So it was, I, I want to thank all the winners that posted on my page or on their pages, because I would go on their pages and they're just doing separate comments about it saying what a great cause this is and getting their friends to sign up for the contest because they were out of work too, or getting friends of theirs to donate who knew they were working. So it was just it was just one big community. It was it was fantastic. Yeah, that's uh you know, I, I want to thank you again for what you've actually done here. And um I would love to continue to be a part of it and yeah. help in any way that I can. Um, thank you very much for this. So uh, you know, this has been a great uh great interview. We've had a lot of people in, involved. Um uh I 
people can actually reach out to you through these uh, your Facebook and Still Tipping Facebook if Correct. they have any kind of questions or advice that they want to get from you about starting their own. But um, hopefully we can all merge in the middle on, on something that's going to be a nationwide kind of movement right that now because be it's, going to, it's going to last for, for a long time. You know, at least you're right. Yeah, because, I mean, think about all the uh, bars and restaurants that are just based around sports stadiums, you know, that have concerts and uh, yeah. you know, games, basketball games, football games. And no one's saying when fans are going to be able to attend any of that kind of stuff. In fact, I had four concerts scheduled for this summer. The last one just canceled. So I'm over four. They're all canceled. Yep. And all those places were counting on those concerts and counting on these games. Yeah. You know, Cleveland was supposed to host March Madness. And that, that's gone. That's never going to come back. They were supposed to have St. Patrick's Day. That's gone. I mean, these places have lost huge streams of revenue. They're never coming back. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Seems like it was a big concert season this year because um, I, yeah. I was going to go to one in St. Louis, uh, Pearl Jam. But, nice. uh, you know, it, it, somebody who's working with me in the office, he had already booked before this even happened, I think, five different concerts. Uh, all my friends who were going to Pearl Jam with me, five other different con concerts. I never right. heard of all my friends going to so many concerts in one year. So I was going to Guns N' Roses in Detroit. That's canceled. Yep. I was going Great. to Montreal in Cleveland, that's canceled. I was going to Faith yep. No More's reunion in Pittsburgh, that's canceled. And my boy Justin Bieber, I was going to see him in Cleveland, that's canceled too. Over four, all gone. I've got a picture with him. I will send it to you, just you though. But no, I, uh, they had uh, Joan Jett and uh, I, I want to say Death Lover. There was some kind of reunion with a bunch of like '80s bands that uh, a lot of my friends were going to go to. That again. Everything is uh, affected right now. And because these big things aren't coming through, a lot of these places are depending on that tourist dollar. They're not getting it. So we, it's it's going to affect them. Even when we go back to normal, they're still going to have a, a long road to recovery, I think. So the, the more we can do to help our, our fellow brethren in the industry um, or just anywhere, you know, the better. So I do. I do. Thank you so much for your time, thank Jason. Uh, any questions that come in here, I mean, definitely check your Facebook. Make sure that we didn't miss any questions on your personal Facebook. I, uh, but, uh, I thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for being so involved and uh, caring about what we're talking about. So uh, until then, stay safe and stay sane. We'll see you guys next time. And hopefully we'll be doing a little bit more with a uh, hashtag still tipping. Thanks, Brian. All right. I appreciate it, Jason. Thanks. Yeah.